and welcome to the Natty's Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew D, and with me once again, Dwight Lindsay. How's it going, buddy? Oh, good, good. Hi, everybody. It has been so exciting, and exciting for myself. I really feel like a little bit of fire has gotten back into X-Wing for me, which is nice. And I think it uh, was rejuvenated by seeing people, um, which is what we're going to be talking about today, is all the different events that have been going on, that we've been participating in, how it has been, uh, talk about our experience, and, uh, and yeah, we'll just kind of started off there so Dwight we went to Canadian Nationals and this was your first like major major event that you've gone to right oh yeah it was my uh, first major event outside a local store championship and uh, or a local store uh, tournament and uh, yeah it was it was quite the adventure it was uh, the amount of excitement and energy there was uh, quite different than anything I've ever seen before yeah I mean I did not go there for any uh, reason apart from, you know, one, to play the game still, but two, to really just see friends, familiar faces that I had been missing uh, from my life for like, you know, the past three years. You know, I, I think about uh, Jean-Marc, uh, Sebastian Demers, uh, um, the whole, all the PTL crew, uh, yeah, I, I think I think about uh, people from the GRX. Um, I I think about you know the new people I got to meet. Uh, some of the people from Quebec that it's been a long time. Uh, Jean Francois and uh, oh my goodness, I, there's uh, Benoit and I even met a new Benoit and he was fantastic and so much fun. Um, it was such a great time to catch up with everybody. Uh, play the game but really just great to see everyone oh yeah and you know for myself where you know I've know some of the people from the local tournaments but you know uh, like Andrew Oler meeting him and who I've never met before in person I've only like you know you hear about him all the time online he you know always does well in GSP events so it's like you know kind of meeting the man the myth the legend there it was uh, quite the experience Oh my goodness, you're absolutely right. I totally forgot about the idea of, you know, finally putting a face to the voice that I had heard so many times online and, you know, hung out with and played games with. Like, it was just so surreal to be able to come back together again. Yeah, and uh, one of the things I think I appreciated the most was... uh... When I get into a hobby, I like to geek out hard, and I know you're the same way, and when you're in an environment like this, and even before we started the tournament, after, you know, we're sitting around drinking beers, and we're still talking about X-Wing, which I just love, you know, I just geek out over that, because when you're sitting with uh, guys like Cam and Brendan, like, the amount of thought that goes into, you know, list building and, you know, weird ship dynamics, it's just like, it blows my mind sometimes. Yeah, and for people who haven't done premier events, like let me give you a little rundown how it was uh, for at least myself. Like uh, we drive out there and we load all of our stuff out at the hotel and then right off the bat, we go out and meet up with uh, friends uh, that we hadn't seen or friends in the community that we had seen. Uh, But either way, just people coming together, we go for some nice drinks uh, you know the first uh, the hurrah that we're you know doing it again um, and then we we end that night off and then we wake up 
and all come together for a nice breakfast. And then we go together as a group over to an amazing establishment. What was the name of that place again? Oh, uh, Abyss. The, yes, the Abyss. Yeah. Uh, it was such an incredible place to play. Beautiful, great food, great drinks. If you're local there or if you're ever in Montreal, go there. You have to check it out. It's incredible. And then we play uh, for, you know, we play all day. We have a great time, good food, good conversations. Then we go, we leave from there. We kind of wrap it up for the night, relax a little bit. And then we meet back out together, all together for more drinks and conversation and food. And, and then we're saying our goodbyes to everybody in the next morning, either that night or the next morning at breakfast again. And then, uh, you know, Dwight and I, we got to enjoy the rest of the day, uh, you know, exploring Montreal for a little bit, out for some delicious crepes. Um, we it went on a nice tour and then we headed on back and it was just, just a fantastic experience. Like this is what it meant to be a part of an X-Wing community going out to an event. Yeah, and you know, for like a singles event, it, it you know, in a way, it didn't really feel like it. it. It almost felt like a, you know, a team event. You know, you got me and yourself representing, like you know, Star Wars gaming Durham out there. You know, uh, you had Cam's group, the Grand Grand River. The, like you know, they were there with like four or five people, and then you know, even if you look beyond that, you know, basically most of team canada was there from uh, the xtc it was like but it was just such a you know like a, a brotherhood and especially how it turned out how most of us ended up at the same hotel and we got to have breakfast together and chatting it's like i don't know how to describe it you know it's just for like a, i guess just coming down to like it just didn't feel like a singles tournament even though it was yeah i agree with that everyone's kind of rooting for each other to have a great time period um and congratulations to our top four sebastian demers jean-francois uh, uh brendan osmond damon and cam murray and a huge congratulations to brendan osmond uh damon to for being the uh the 2022 canadian nationals champion uh so absolutely incredibly absolutely incredibly done um, what did uh, what did you end up bringing to the event there, Dwight? So I, I brought my uh, resistance team that I've been flying for the past three months now. So uh, basically Ray with Trick, Shattering, Finn, and Rose. So I was just trying to go for as much damage as possible, uh, which really didn't bode well in a couple of my matches because I would fly her too quick and uh, she would get taken out pretty early. And then I uh, had Resistance uh, Commander Poe uh, with the double charge every other turn to get an extra action. Poe seemed to stay alive. He had his elusive heroic and proton torpedoes. So I was flying around the board uh, utilizing him. And then uh, Kai and Weslin, the Y-Wings with your standard loadout targeting computer engine upgrades and then various bombs. And, uh, you know, like typical Y-Wings, I'd try and use them to block the path and lay down bombs while Ray and Poe would come in. But uh, 
That's the thing in these tournaments too, I come to realize there's such a diverse playing dynamics out there. You know, you can't go in there with the same strategy every match. Uh, one of my matches, I can honestly say I was just completely outmatched and my opponent just was three steps ahead and completely outflew me, but uh, it was still a learning experience. I drew stuff from it. So uh, now I've retired my resistance crew to go on to Separatist, but uh, you know, it, it was just a really good experience to fly that list there. I don't think I would have been comfortable flying anything else for that tournament. Well, you did you did really great, bud. Uh, you did, and those were some of the top notch players all around uh, competing. So, way to go! We're holding your own for two a two two uh, coming out of that. So, yeah, and you were flying uh, first order, and surprise, surprise, no bombers in your squad. And I think you did better than what anybody would have suspected. Uh, you know, not flying the the current meta no bombers nice wholesome first order uh, just flying the aces yeah i was uh, really excited happy to take some quick draw i mean it, there was a match that it, we just threw just red dice at each other it was crazy you know, against benoit um i took out his vader x1 he took out uh, i took out moff gideon uh turn one he takes out my uh kylo whisper uh he takes out hollow next turn right after that i take out aiden and he's left with mornikey and i've got malaris and uh quick draw left it was uh intense uh such an intense uh game uh, and so. you were flying uh, malaris in your squad uh yeah malaris hollow quick draw and then kylo whisper uh all decked out to the nines and uh yeah crazy i mean i ended up going 3-1 and then i just uh just died uh, essentially against uh, jean-francois uh um the the list kicking around that has hound the two jedi ob annie and uh contrail uh i it was a big there were some big mistakes in there and i paid for him and he deserves the win 100 <laughs> percent you know, I'm always curious when someone flies uh, Malaris. Did you find his ability, the old gl glitter stem? Did you find you were always able to well time when to use it and when not to use it? Oh yeah, hundred percent. I mean, right. you basically, it's like it's time to shoot stuff. All right, take a target lock and glitter stem. It's time to be defensive. Okay, take an evade and glitter stem. Uh, that's essentially it. And I mean, you can do it even if you're stressed. So you could, you just keep doing it. You just pile it on, pile it on. In fact, Hollow on multiple occasions was tossing multiple stress over to Malaris uh, because it didn't matter. Malaris doesn't matter. She's just three. She's just three points of like <laughs> can't kill me. So. <laughs> That's nice. And you finished ninth overall in that tournament, right? Yeah, top first order player and ninth overall. So I was super happy. I mean, it was the numbers don't really like it, it's it's easy to be like, oh, okay, it went three to one, but uh, the top cut was only top four, so it was very rigorous. You had essentially had to be the best of the your three ones or not lose a single match to make it into the top cut. So. Uh, I was very happy with uh, being kind of rusty and flying a squad that was not meta um, at all, really. So, uh, and to go that far with only a four ship list as well, too. So, 
Oh yeah, you know, for the first uh, big tournament and uh, you know everyone kind of coming out. I like I, I think uh, especially the Ontario folks who went out there. I think we did all really well and uh, no, it was good. Uh, everyone basically walked away out of there. The prize support was amazing. Like everybody walked out of there with something. Uh, it would be nice if the stuff was updated a bit, but uh, you know, at least anybody who basically made the trip out got something. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, and you know, it was so nice to just be in Montreal. Like I, the Canadian Nationals have been hosted before in Toronto, and it was uh, a real delight to come out of our local area and go compete in another uh, area, especially because Canada is huge, and that is it's nice to be able to share that oh yeah and like how much more canadian can you get than a, a free poutine for lunch exactly right and then up and then canadian lasagna for dinner <laughs> oh yeah yeah and a big shout out to steve mclean on uh hosting that event uh he's from melting point design anybody doesn't know you can check out his store on etsy he has amazing third-party x-wing stuff to buy for the game he was an excellent host you know you could tell he really put forth a lot of time and effort into making this happen it was really appreciate that steve absolutely thank you steve thank you for being amazing thank you uh so we need to do a quick little shout out because there's some gigantic news today uh coming exegol finishing up cam murray is my understanding took the whole thing wow yeah nice. Congrats, uh, and a tight tight match too winning 20 to 19 uh in the last 19 minutes uh just insane uh he flying against steve cutulo who is also an incredible player oh wow yeah that's close man that is close yeah no absolutely absolutely fantastic so congratulations buddy uh so you went out to hamilton as well uh t why don't you tell them uh, tell us about uh, how that experience was yeah so uh black knight games they had a tournament today i just got back from uh it was actually a seven person tournament which some people say maybe that's not big but for them you know that's good that's a step in the right direction we're seeing increased numbers it's the most we've seen there uh, we had representation from, uh, you know, Durham, London, and the, the locals there. It was really good. Saw some new faces. Uh, I didn't do so well. I Since I'm now flying Separatists, I, uh, I'm still kind of getting used to my squad. I'm doing a Django, Boba, Grievous uh, three-ship squad. So that's always a challenge to begin with. And uh, I went one and three, uh, one and two for the day. But uh, actually, every match was very close going to the last round. So... Uh, like any time you fly a new faction, it takes a little bit of time getting used to, and especially when you got those fire sprays with like oodles of cards on them and trying to remember what each one does. And I got uh, Zam on Django, and uh, you know, I'm either picking the wrong card or not engaging it when I'm supposed to, and forgetting to use Notorious when I should, but uh, it's all a learning experience. So it was a good time out there, worth the drive for sure. Well, brave for you to bring a squad that you haven't played before, and or not a lot at least, and uh, try to bring it to arms against uh, everybody out there. Well, you know what? In all honesty, like uh, 
you know, I do casual game night twice a week. So you get like two matches in with your squad. And, you know, like it could take take me like three months to get a uh, like a squad really down packed like that. But when you hit a tournament, when uh, you're doing three or four matches in a row, I tell you, like it gets pounded in your head pretty quick. And you get start getting more and more, uh, you know, uh, experience with that list. And you're basically I'm cutting weeks off my uh you know my rep time with that list so it's uh, you know it's a it's a gamble you you might not expect to do well but uh, in the long run i think it's worth it absolutely absolutely oh man and now we got points right around the bend oh. and yeah, here's hoping some i mean we got the team tournament coming up again uh when when is that again uh, for and how and for people who haven't joined up how can they join up for that one okay so we have our upcoming battle of ontario three versus three squad versus squad tournament coming up november 20th uh, tickets can be purchased online at the critical hit uh, website uh, last I talked to Dominic, we were eight tickets sold, so there's only four left. And I know a few people have been uh, kind of hemming and hawing over it and wanting to go. So uh, tickets are starting to go. So buy yours now. Get in there before it gets scooped up. Yeah, I mean, uh, and how are the teams oriented again? Is it every everyone is teamed up with one person or do you have two people, three people on each team? So each team will consist of three players. Each one will play a different faction. So, uh, you know, you can't have like two first orders or two rebels. And then you'll be matched up with another three versus three team. And then there'll be uh, a similar to the XTC pairing options where you'll have uh, one attacker and two defenders. Uh, so the one attacker from your team gets to choose one of the two defenders from the other team. Uh, to who they want to square up against and then basically the attacker from the other team chooses one of the two defenders from the other team to who they want to pair up with so if you're first order you know there might be a certain faction that you want to square up with so if you see that in the defender's hand you know that's the one you're going to go for and then the third matchup is just whatever's left over so it'll be one versus one matches uh We've been still, uh, with the TTO still up in the air, I've been looking at a program called Longshanks to uh, host a tournament. They actually, uh, they seem like they've been out for a while, and they actually have a three-on-three -three team tournament points format built into their programming, so uh, I might be switching over to that. Uh, that might be our primary tournament software for that. I'm actually really excited to see what comes out through the works for the next uh, like rendition of TTO, like an, another tournament software, like whether it is this Longshanks thing that you talked about or something else uh, like rises uh, up. Um, I'm interested to see what like is the next thing. Uh, yeah. I think there's still room for improvement there. Uh, it'd be really cool. I would love to have something where it was like a running tally. I know that uh, who is it who's doing the unofficial Canadian standings? Mike. Mike uh, Devlin? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it would be it would be cool if we had like a world standings kind of thing where you could see to some degree, not necessarily a ranking, but you could see 
kind of where you place and maybe a ranking but i mean it's hard to really get a good number that correlates perfectly to like how great a player you are because sometimes that means like oh okay if i went to 20 events and i took you know top eight in 20 events and somebody else is a you know and also an incredible player they weren't able to make it out to as many events they went out to made it they made it out to five um, but they took top two and one uh in those five events you know how do you really balance that right like it's hard to be like well that's clearly the better player there contrary to the other one when you know maybe the other person just doesn't have the same amount of time to get out to all the events or whatnot yeah, I totally agree with you. It really all comes down to uh, data stat tracking. And, you know, I hate to say it, but basically I think whatever GSP endorses might be whatever the flavor is. And uh, you want something that's going to be used for online tournaments and in-person tournaments because that's all data that's really all accumulated. And I think, like you said, you might not be able to get a true overall rating overall, but like say if I'm playing someone new, if I go down to Adepticon and I'm playing a player, if I can look up and kind of see their history a bit, see what they fly in that, that you know, that's all like uh, fuel for the fire for me. Like, you know, it gives me a little bit of a heads up into what I'm going into, which would be ideal. Mm-hmm. So, Dwight, uh, are you going to be, if you get TTS, are you going to be joining for Galaxies next year? Well, you know, the idea would be if I'm going to get into TTS, I figure, you know, give me some time to get used to it. And then I would definitely be looking at getting into tournaments once I get down to it, because that's just more time, more reps with my list, right? I don't see myself going uh, like a lot of people and doing like fantasy lists, like ships I don't have or ships that uh you know i might not regularly fly i'd probably just keep to whatever i'm playing with in person just to get the more reps mm -hmm. nope that makes sense um it's it's so good to be able to try out different lists you know the cleanup is seconds <laughs> it's just, you just close the computer uh setting up the list is also seconds uh it is not the same for in-person play but it is it is very very close so uh, well, my first opponent in uh, nationals was they were in a four ship empire squad and uh, he Sebastian was his name and he was telling me he's like uh, like I asked him do you play lots he's like oh all the time online and I was like oh how about in person he's like well only like a few matches you know post COVID and you could tell, unfortunately, you know, like he, he was very tactical, you know, he was always thinking a couple of steps ahead, but on his maneuvers, you know, he hit rocks a few times or didn't get it the final position he wanted and he was just missing that. So that's why I think you got to be able to juggle both, you know, in person and online just to keep the skills fresh. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, you they don't perfectly translate into each other. Uh, but the the tactics are definitely there. Uh, it's just it's just the muscle memory uh, for both environments, I think. Yeah, I agree. I uh, really looking forward to this point release, but I feel like I'm a kid waiting for Christmas here because it's like every day seems to be going by slower and slower. And like at first, AMG would uh, you know you read through all their comments with a fine tooth comb. They're like. 
points for release will be prior to the release of Battle of Yav, and then there, then they send out another comment. We'll release the points when we release Battle of Yav, and it's like, ah, which is it? What's it going to be? When's it coming out? <laughs> Speaking of which, Battle of Yavin. So that is that's coming out on the twenty eighth, which means it's the first of November. That'll be our next Tuesday night. All right. Is and that when we want to plan to do it, or do we want to? like have some time with it or just hop right in there and like i think we just hop right in there and have I some like fun and especially like because i am not working on the first of november so i think i think we definitely need to run it on the first of november uh get there nice and early get it all set up and ready on the table get some people together and that'll give us some time also to promote it too yeah no that sounds great uh yeah so uh I'm uh, really looking forward to that and we'll make sure we got everything in there. I got enough rebel ships I can supply all those ones and I'm sure you got enough of uh, Empire to bring out so. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah uh, I think I even have enough rebels too to be honest. Oh, still... no point loading you all up. I'll, I'll bring the one faction, you bring the other and then yeah, we can make a good go of it there. I'm sure we can find uh, enough people to come out and play and check it out and... Yeah, we'll just rent out the big table oh, i think that's yeah. the best yeah yeah good call yeah rent out the big table and then that way all the ships and everything can be nice and organized and everything around the the mat and then we can just uh go at it on that ship i'm uh, sorry on that table and uh maybe we'll do something where we can like entice people around to uh, come and join and uh, participate yeah like there's no real limit like when i watched the video of them playing that i think it was like a two versus two and like they they were playing well with it you know they kind of took half the ships each and played and then uh it, like it, and they weren't really experienced players but they seemed to really be enjoying it and it looked pretty smooth to play so yeah yeah i think i think it'll be a good opportunity maybe even to get like a new player out like honestly just like invite a friend out kind of deal to join in i'll see if I, i'll actually start messaging now and see if i can get a a new friend um, uh, out to play and and participate i think uh i think these scenarios have a lot of uh there's a lot of opportunity there to encourage new people into the game without it being too intense and it being enjoyable yeah i agree I need, I mean, I need somebody to use my rebel resistance scum uh, republic stuff. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I got room for four, four more players. There you go. Uh, yeah, all right. That sounds like a plan. So there you go. Any, anybody who's listening, you know, November 2nd, Brew Wizards. Come on out. Battle of Yavin. Let's blow up the Death Star. <laughs> Caveat, <laughs> November 1st. Contrary to second. Oh, is it? This, oh, sorry. Yeah, it's the first of November. That's funny. Oh yeah. Yeah. And you will have new points and everything. Oh my goodness, I can't wait to start uh, list building as well, though. Oh yeah, I just want to it's see good. where all my lists end up, like all my current ones. <laughs> I wonder if we'll have enough time to run Battle of Yavin and be able to put down a new list on the table. Probably if we start early enough, we could. I thought I thought Battle of Yavin was a ninety-minute clock, but I could be mistaken. I don't. I think, think that's 
fair. I think that's a reasonable time. Yeah. And especially if we got new people out and, you know, we're trying to, like, get everybody into it and, you know, be thematic. And... Yeah. And speaking of 90-minute clocks, uh, you don't know this, but the people who run the mod on TTS are absolutely incredible. And they have done so much for that mod. Uh, and the new one of the newest tweaks, which is really sweet, uh, when you roll for road it starts the timer for the match oh so like you have everything already ready like you it, the second roll for road the one where all the ships are already set up as soon as road is rolled it starts the timer for the match right away <laughs> oh that's great that's a great program right oh it's so good it's so good they 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 spoil us how does incredibly it, uh, how about when the match ends like how does that work when the counter goes down to zero? Uh, timer goes off. There's a like an alarm. Yeah, but like, uh, like you is it like standard? Like it was at nationals. Like if you're already gone, uh, rolled the dice for the next round, you just go. Or like, is there anything oh, stopping you? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you can you can finish up the round fine uh, perfectly fine the only thing that's uh, that announces is the timer it goes off and then you finish off your round oh okay yeah it's uh like i said we're very spoiled on tts uh with like everything that's built in there there's like there's even like if you you can get different textures on your ships and have them look different ways so if it's like you're flying Django, the 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 slave one looks like Django. You're flying Boba, it looks like Boba. But if you're flying, uh, you know, Emin Azamine, uh, it has a different uh, paint scheme. Hmm. That is pretty cool. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's uh, it, it's re it looks really sweet online. I heard too, even with the uh, tokens and stuff too. Some people have done like the oversized focus tokens and. All kinds of different little mods. Yep, you can do that, and you can you left click, and the tokens go to your ship automatically, and then you right click, and they it sends the tokens away. Oh. Yeah, it's it's very very luxurious in the TTS world. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh. Could you imagine tokens just floating to your ships when you say like oh, I take a focus token, and the focus tokens just appear by your ship? That's very Jedi or Sith, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. I recently played a list, a Sith list uh, that was big a long time ago. Two, uh, so it was Sunfac, Chertek, and the uh, Nantex, uh, General Grievous, and there's room for another ship. So I brought DBS four hundred four. Um, yeah, those ships are definitely... Man, they took a big hit with uh, all the tractor changes over the years. Uh, it is a whole new beast. Hmm. After my tournament today, I've been really looking at my uh, Boba Fett. Because he doesn't get... I think he only gets like 15 loadout in uh, Separatists. And for 7 points, I was like, oh, I could put Dooku in, in the Infiltrator. But... Uh, I have no data. I went on to MetaWing and no one has flown them, like in any tournament. So there's like, so I'm trying to list build with them, but that one agility is really uh, rough. So I'm trying to look for what I can do to kind of compensate for it. But I'd really love to see Dooku out on the table or a Sith Infiltrator. Out of 
Yeah, I mean, they were kicking around at one point, but it's really just the points and the comparison between the Fire Spray and the Scimitar uh, that it's, it's a hard thing to take the Scimitar when the Fire Spray is just pointed way better, sorry, cost way better, and it uh, is just... It's a better chassis per se. It doesn't have the force, but there's so many force crews that you essentially have the force. Um, yeah, it's uh, if they were, especially if Maul was down to like a seven from eight, and Dooku, I don't know where Dooku sits at a seven, but uh, the new Dooku coming through might be pretty interesting. But uh, yeah, I, I hope that there are a ship that gets a little love with this new points update because it'd be really cool to see them on the board. Yeah, you know, I didn't think uh, they at much first with Separatists getting hit with this points update, but when, after going through Metawing and not seeing, seeing a single infiltrator on there, now I'm starting to wonder if we're actually going to see uh, some changes with them because, you know, I'd like to think that they're looking at things that aren't being used and to try and make them usable. Yeah, I mean, there was a time where you could fly two of them, and they were pretty well fully decked out. Uh, that was a long time ago. Uh, they were an okay list, but I, I don't think they've seen any play in 2.5. Not any relevant play. The last time I no knew... Data on it. <laughs> yeah, the last time I knew about one being used was XY using uh, Dooku with Tractor and then a bunch of droids. Hmm. Well, it's something I'll probably tomorrow I'll spend some time just going through, seeing if I can come up with a build or not. But I think you're right. I think just for what you get, even with a low loadout boba, when you just, you know, you have uh, fire spray, front and rear arc with a bonus attack, uh, force, or even if it doesn't have force, it's like, you know, put perceptive co pilot on there, get double focus. It's like, uh, <laughs> still a better ship, I guess. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, front rear arcs. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, I, you know, we could see it all mixed up. I, I don't even want to do list building. There's so many people that I've played online right now where I've just like do some uh, messing around, make a funny, silly list of something fun. And the person I'm facing is like, yeah, I'm doing the same thing. Uh, list, I mean, points are just around the corner and there's no point in trying to grind out and start practicing with anything or like even think seriously about something right now because it could all change really soon in fact it I will know. change most likely all really soon so yeah and you know what to me like this is a very unique time like it's like uh the, I don't know, the calm before the storm but yeah like bring out funky lists like bring out things that you've never flown or always thought about doing like now's the time like i see on discord with uh, some of the other towns and their leagues, you have people, uh, or even their casual game nights, it's like, oh, I don't want to go out now because, you know, I don't want to get used to this list. It's like, you know what, forget all that. Go out and have fun. Do something silly. Like, just put a, a salad together, a little bit of everything, and just uh, go out and try it out. Like, it's now's the time, right? Because in a week, it could all be irrelevant anyway. So just have fun. Enjoy it. Yep absolutely 100 percent. i mean the only thing i want right now is i just want another event that i can plan to go to 
especially if it's in Montreal because that was a great time but I mean I'll take it if it's in Toronto I'll take it if it's a little bit of a journey just a good event that I can go out to alright hear that tournament stories let's get another event going <laughs> especially man, if it's a store champs kit or something like that that'd be really great I mean Critical Hit still has a, a kit that I really want to uh, play out just to get the, the ship uh, that's in it so and like i said before hopefully work stuff changes a little bit and then uh i can really get back into the groove with running events that'd be that'd be awesome oh yeah for sure i'd like to see us getting up to like regular events and that because our turnouts are usually pretty decent out there and i think they're only gonna get bigger as things get going and we get into the new year and you know worlds aren't that far away and you know i'm sure we're gonna see like an open world last minute qualifier and you know we need we need to get our times on the mats get our reps in and especially once uh, the points change happens get our new list going so more events the better yeah yeah i absolutely agree um so, uh, anything, any last uh, little bits of stuff there that you ha want to mention there before we close this one out, Dwight? Uh, just, you know, again, just everyone sign up for our team tournament in November. It's going to be a great time. We have lots of squads representing. And uh, for any squads coming out, you know, uh, prepare some swag, get some stickers made up. You know, let's uh, let's promote our groups. Let's. Uh, I got tons of get goodies uh, just from our our own squad. I'm going to be giving out. I know some other people are like. Let's promote ourselves. Let's get uh, as a whole. Let's like get people interested. Get new people out and uh, have a good time. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, uh, thanks so much for joining me there, Dwight. Yeah, thanks for having me absolutely absolutely uh well i've been your host andrew d and you've been listening to the natty's podcast thank you so much for joining uh keep your ship on the mat and roll remember to just roll natty's